Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show. Uh, we are three brothers that grew up playing, watching, being a fan in general of the game of hockey, whether it was uh, Bean Pot, which is uh, good for this episode. Uh, Tyler has some in-depth uh, game watching from the Bean Pot, being Boston. Ooh. Um, we'll let him get to that, and we'll let him get to the reason why we're coming to you a little late, late this weekend. Good hockey content from uh, the youngest brother, Tyler. And then um, it's also been a crazy kind of teams are getting in the groove. There's a huge amount of teams in the NHL right now that are playing for playoff spots, and there's hardly a game on any given night uh that isn't super competitive. So we've had some really great NHL hockey. Um, we'll get to all of it. Uh, what's going on, boys? Lou? Lou? Huh? <laughs> Sorry. I, I lost you at the end there. He said, Lou? <laughs> oh, okay. It threw me off for a second. Sorry, I'm just waking up. Um, <laughs> what's going on, boys? <laughs> oh, uh, I, was getting, I was getting pretty pumped in my... Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, thought, and, uh, I thought it was pretty right good, Siege. It's all right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Lou is in Ohio, of course. What does he usually say? The uh, the great state good, of Ohio? Yeah. Uh, good Another old Dayton, great, Ohio. Good old great day in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> well, anywho, uh, great. Lou will wake up. We'll give, give Yonzi some time over there. Um, but, uh, I didn't go to sleep. I got out of work, you know, not too long ago. So, uh, feeling okay. You know, a little under the weather still from the, from the weekend, which we'll get to the pickles had, a, had another great weekend up in Vermont. Um, bean pot whew, to not only, not only the finals, but the, the semifinal was great still. Um, but yeah, CJ, I agree. Like I was, we'll get to Isles flyers tonight, but I'm just, I'm already there's 27 games left, and I'm already like watching every game. Like, oh, uh, no, we need this seven point. Like, how do you not get to overtime there? Like, you fucking kidding me? So it's it's so tight, and and every point, every team, more than half of the teams are are battling right now with, with like a third of the season left. So it's fucking crazy. All right. Well, um, do we want to kind of start uh, with with hockey? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I want to go kind of right into it, uh, game by game. Even the last two days, we're recording on a Tuesday night. Um, uh, tonight had unbelievable action. Uh, Isles Flyers um, playing one point away from each other. Both teams coming out of the All Star break hot. Um, and my Isles. <laughs> They got the they got the job done tonight. They went they went up big early. I of course I turned the game on about the second period, which is when the Flyers came back. Uh, turned it back off, and uh, wouldn't you know it? Uh, after giving up that third goal, finally uh, Ryan Pulak just blasted it top corner. That was a ridiculous shot. Um, yeah, Flyers outplayed him most of the game. Even the first period, I thought. I mean, I wouldn't say the Flyers outplayed him first period, but Thought it was relatively even, and the Isles just got the got the goals there. I mean, Barzell, I think he had three apples tonight. Fucking nasty. But Elliott's just not getting the job done for us, really. And I know Hart's coming off the injury. He played his 
first game in nine, I want to say, even before the All-Star break, uh, they beat, he beat Florida with 30 saves. But uh, Moose is just – he's struggling out there. He's not making the really the saves we need him to make. I think he had 16 saves tonight maybe. Um, so that was kind of the – the story of the night in the first period, but after that, the Flyers, they really came alive. I love, I love their, their line packages right now. Um, they got uh, Hayes working with Farabee and, and Lawton. That's a good line. Um, but yeah, that slap shot, nothing Elliot could do about that one, man. That was fucking ridiculous. No. And um, I do have to correct myself. Uh, we were texting earlier and I said, coming out of the break, the Isles had only lost in overtime. The, the game in Tampa, we actually lost 3-1, so that was, that was wrong. But only two two losses, one of them in overtime, uh, coming out of the break, and that overtime loss was to Vancouver. And uh, Kiefer Bellows has uh, come in for us, and uh, he's playing with Dalcole and Broussard on that like third line, and uh, he looks unbelievable. I mean, second game, he scored two goals. Um, he's, he had, he's had points, and I think, like, like four of six, uh, his first six. So um, he's really helping that third line, that depth scoring that we are looking for. Now maybe we go reach out and get like Pajot. I really like Pajot. But uh, no, the uh, the See your boy Sezikis got hurt. Yeah, um, still no news about that. It's really uh, awkward. It's like a knee thing, like twisted into the boards. It was like I couldn't really tell what happened, but he was definitely in a lot of pain hopping off. That would hurt for sure. Um, Zekas is actually the motor that makes that famous fourth line of ours uh, run. I mean, he, he's the best player by far uh, when that line's out on the ice. <laughs> yeah, the announcer says your best penalty killer. Yes. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, Lou makes some moves, and uh, I'm I'm just I'm pumped at where we're at. But and uh, also Varlamov needed a win because he's been struggling. He played pretty well, but they, they made, he made a save uh, right before Coots tied it. That Konechny should have buried it back door. I was like, I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to talk about this tonight. And Konechny was beside himself. It was a power play, and Jake fed it through this, fed it through the fucking three sticks or something and he had a tap in and hit the post and bounced the other way and Varlamov ended up getting his paddle under it and on it and Couture had a fucking empty net pretty much and just tried to stuff it in Varlamov like just stoned him with his forearm it was just like I'm stronger than you so that was a pretty amazing save yeah, Louie, Louie, catch any oh, hockey tonight? Yeah, I was going to say. I did, yeah. Tonight was a great game between uh, Pittsburgh. Tampa was in Tampa, Pittsburgh. yeah. Yeah, Tampa was in Pitt, yeah. So, and, uh, second. So, we, play him, we play him one more time, I think, next week, too. It's like three games in like 12 days or something like that. Um, Zucker's first game in the lineup there, Lou. Where did he play? Uh, he, he played up with Sid, um, which I think is where he's going to uh, – where the plan was kind of to play him as long as like the chemistry was an absolute garbage. Um, he, he looked pretty good. He looked fast. He is. And he actually, he even said this in a little, um, 
in the second intermission interview uh, they did with him that uh, he's, you know, he didn't quite have his hands uh, tonight for whatever reason, you know, whatever first game uh, in a new building. I think he's been in uh, Minnesota his whole career. So, um, uh, so, but 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 he looks good. I, what I, what I really want this to do is to, I want this to shift Jared McCann back to our third line center because, I like the the fourth line. I mean, the last like two weeks, uh, Sullivan's been been pretty much rolling three lines after like five minutes into the second period. Uh, Sid was double shifting in the in the third, um, and so I like I want to see McCann shift back to that third line center role, um, but now that Sid has a has a legitimate winger with him. So um, what about the what about the game tonight? I was gonna say uh, how, uh, how it was weathering the storm. Matt Murray was uh, was really good, which is encouraging. And then honestly, like the overtime, the Penguins dominated it. They uh, <coughs> Tampa didn't touch the puck for three minutes and fifteen seconds, and then came down and in I guess Tampa fashion, just uh, I think it was I think it was point just just was, roofed was, one short. That was Headman. Dropped it to point and point to Gord. Oh, uh, yeah, Gianni Gord. That's what it was. That was nasty play. It was similar to yeah. their overtime winner last night. Mm-hmm. But just um, tic-tac-toe. Thank you. Keep the change. Tampa, Tampa Bay is absolutely um, <laughs> peaking at a, a crazy time. Like, like their, Tamp- their Tampa Bay, like, you should pick them every time, Tampa Bay. I think they've won 20 in their last 24. And there's no stamp coast right now. That correct, yeah. Well, yeah, only the second game without him, I think. But still, I mean, McElhaney, we got a win last night. You know, if Vasilevsky doesn't have to play all those games down the stretch, then they're in good shape. Uh, but also, we had a, a little bit of a scary situation out in Anaheim. Um, like I think it was like twelve ten into the first period. Um, the Blues defenseman uh, Jay Bowmeister uh, collapsed on the bench, uh, and they ended up postponing that game. Uh, the good news out there is I haven't heard anything about it, but uh, he was uh, awake and alert when heading to the hospital. So yeah, uh, we haven't seen anything like this since um, – who's the Dallas Stars guy? Um it was a Bruin, uh, Chris Kelly? No. No. Who was it? Yeah, it was his first year. It bit. was part of the Sagan trade. No, um, I don't think so. Yeah, he came over with Sagan. It's like five, six years ago. Pretty sure. Um, it was right. fucking, no oh, it was, uh, it was a guy who broke his leg. Fucking, was it, uh, uh, fucking Peverly. Yes. Rich Beverly, really? I think so. Good job, guys. Uh, I, I'm glad. To, <laughs> I'm glad you found him, um, Lou. I've got the statements from uh, the NHL and St. Louis. The NHL said that tonight's game between the St. Louis Blues and Anaheim Ducks has been postponed by the NHL due to a medical emergency that occurred at 12:10. Nice, Lou, mm-hmm. of the first period involving defense and <laughs> Jake Meister, and uh, they said a decision on when to play the game made in the near future. And then the Blues said, 
Thankfully, with the quick response of our medical trainers, Anaheim medical trainers, and their team physicians, they were able to stabilize Jay. Uh, he was alert and moving all his extremities as he was transported to uh, UC Irvine. So uh, it sounds like he's okay, but uh, always a scary moment. I mean, like... Well, yeah, I mean, Rich Beverly never played a game again after his incident. I mean, obviously, it was a heart problem, and we obviously have no idea what Jay Bowmeister's, uh, what it was, but just scary. No offense to to Rich Beverly, but Jay Bowmeister's a fucking... He might be a Hall of Famer. It's definitely scary. I mean, he's played over a thousand games, no doubt, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I would guess so. Twelve hundred something. Yeah, I would guess that. Um, yeah, never, never liked to see that. It was scary. There's only a small clip. Um, kind of just see Vince Dunn and Petrangelo like kind of freak out immediately. Like Petrangelo ultimate like captain move. Like just immediately sprints off out of the screen. Like going to grab someone. Like he's not waiting for someone to come here. Like he's gonna go carry this guy out. So. You gotta go love you love the teammate move there, and hopefully uh, Jay's all right. Yeah, it was twelve hundred forty first NHL game that he was playing. Oof. Nice, Jesus. And and, uh, and eight of those seasons are with the Blues. So, like Tyler said, I mean he is an absolute staple in that room. So, uh, just we just gotta hope that it's not a condition that's gonna prevent him from playing. Yep. <coughs> We wish uh, Jay Bowmeister all the best. Um, yeah, it was really a, a great night of hockey, though. Yeah, you got one in particular? Because um, yes, yesterday yesterday was crazy, too. Um, my, 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 I'll stomp the Caps. Uh, that was a great game. The Canucks uh, look incredible. And the Lightning Blue Jackets, first time they played since the series. Um and the lightning it took overtime. Yeah, that game was great. Yeah, I mean they're they're firing on all cylinders right now too. Uh, the jackets. Yeah, between jackets uh, at home with Elvis is like yeah, they're pro- they're very almost unbeatable. I think Lightning and Colorado are the only teams to beat them there in the recent future, recent past, recent future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I know Tyler dreads standings talks, but it is it's getting tight everywhere. It's not just the Pacific Division. And the races may not be as like throughout the division as the Pacific Division is, but there's races for the top that home ice is so important. The Atlantic's getting real tight, but teams like Pittsburgh, um the Islanders, uh Columbus, even I mean, they're only seven points out and like tyler said earlier there's 27 games left 25 for some teams that's 50 points that are available out there i mean yeah even the range yeah and well, i think the, the, the think sorry siege i think the atlantic is looking like you know toronto or florida is sneaking in and it's, it's gonna be it could sneak into the the wild card but it looks like the way the met is going probably five teams out of there but you never know. Like you said, the Ranger Kevin Early needs me to touch on the Rangers' new goalie. Um, I think he's six and one since he came up from Hartford, but whew, I didn't even know about him. Shesterkin, yeah, yeah, Igor. Yeah, this is the, and the apparent I mean, uh, Russian heir apparent to uh, 
uh, Hank, to Hank that they've yeah. been talking about for years. Even the though Georgia has been sick. They're, they're nine points back. And you know what? If they want to be buyers at the deadline, like, and they went on a Blues-type run, they don't even have to go on a Blues-type run. They're only nine points back. Yeah, I don't see it happening. It's hard when there's so many teams in front of you. So that's, that's probably less likely to happen than in the West, where you've got teams like Chicago and Nashville who could even somehow pull it together. I don't think they will, but, um, I mean, five points. They're five and six points out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, just looking at the you got the columns here with the differentials, and you know, like Flyers are the the bottom wild card spot right now, plus fourteen. Florida's plus ten. Carolina's plus twenty four. Montreal plus three. Rangers plus seven. The Rangers are the fourth spot out. Um, but then you in the West, you got you know Calgary is minus twelve, and they're in the third spot of the Pacific, and no one out of the playoffs has a, you know, a positive goal differential. So, like, the East is so strong right now, and it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, I wonder if they're going to just fucking kill each other. Yeah, interesting thing I heard on, I, I think it was the uh, the Penguins broadcast last night, too, was that um, that there was a subtle rule change that I didn't even know about, that it's not regulation and overtime wins anymore as the tiebreaker. It's just regulation wins. Yeah, right. I don't see Roe on here anymore. Well, it's funny because I, I, well, I do on NHL.com, but um, but apparently it is just regulation wins now. Correct. Yeah, they Good. Can't. Which I, yeah, I kind of like. I like that. Yeah, it's definitely the way to go. But uh, But do you think, I mean, the East might seem stronger, but do you think the entire Western Conference being in a playoff race doesn't maybe prepare you for the playoffs even more. I mean, I think both, uh, yeah, both conferences means, are, are going. It's going to be a battle to the end. Yeah, just because just because their goal differential is not as strong. I mean, maybe that's just you know the East are beating up on the West teams when they do match up, but um, it's just weird to see Calgary, you know, minus twelve and they're third in the Pacific and only three points out of first. It's just, you don't see that. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just a, an example of when, when Calgary lose, they lose big. True. They win their close games though. Apparently that's what that, I mean, Maddie they, Chuck with another dazzling through the legs goal. That mm-hmm. sick. That's right. That's right. He, and he completely fooled the goaltender with it. It wasn't like he, done for show. He uses it. And the best, like I see JVR do it a lot behind, like in front of the net and the peeper, and just you don't have a lot of room, and it's kind of the only thing you can do. Where like here, Kachuk, you know, he could just roof a backhand, but instead it's a little bit of a fake, and just able his ability to shelf it in that position is ridiculous. So nice. Do kind of love the the playoff look right now, though. We got obviously right now Battle of Alberta. Oh, Philly He's Boston, there. give it to Philly me. Boston, Pittsburgh Islanders again. Oh. Uh, it'd be Tampa, Toronto right now. It'd be a nice change of pace, maybe for Toronto. Um, 
set up a Toronto Boston second round mashing oh, up, I believe. And then, what? Uh, could, could you imagine if, if, if my Philly went, went out in the first round? Philly yeah. could beat Boston easily. They've been even twice to, already. Even on the west side, yet like Vegas would end up playing Vancouver. That'd be a fun series to watch. I'm such a Vancouver fan. All of a sudden, they're <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I got we, to see him play we, last week, and they were nice. sick. Yeah, how good is Hughes? Quinn Hughes is. Oh, he's my. I was talking about it to to Max Whitman because he's a big Kale McCarr guy, and I was like, dude, this kid snaps him like the best of them. He needs to. I think he needs to get better at moving his feet up ice. You know, he wants to just make that perfect stretch pass, but he needs to get moving. Uh, but on the point, like his vision. He reminds me a lot of Gostas Bear uh, when he was younger, coming to the league. Like he's very good at at walking the point, you know, and keeping all his. He, he can go right, he can go left, he can dish the guy back door, or he can just fucking snipe the top cheese. And you know, at, at his age, he's he's only going to get more confidence and going to get better. That and his ability to fight off reverse pinches, which for the for the viewers are you know. If the D's pinching in, the forward's going to reverse pinch and kind of body him. But he's able to stop at the perfect time and pivot and use his ridiculous spring off his speed to to literally beat the guy out of the out of the turn. And it's absurd because they're already going full speed and he can move move and wheel and uh, it gets me super excited as a D man, guys, as you can tell. So Canucks, <laughs> I can just watch that guy, Pedersen. He's pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but honestly, Ty, I think uh, Quinn Hughes is easily right at Kale McCarr, I mean, to take the Calder. I, uh, I tweeted at Max last night after watching uh, after watching the Canucks because I think Hughes had, had three assists or something like that, and he was just nasty. I mean, um, and then, of course, Max is texting me immediately when I wake up about stats. Um, you know, McCarr does have a little better stats. He's got more. I think the consensus was that Hughes really feeds off the power play. He's got 22 power play points. I think McCarr is 21. Um, but that's McCarr playing nine less games, I want to say. And McCarr doesn't even strength. But me and Max concluded that the crazy thing is that they both play 22 minutes a night. And <laughs> it's just like, what? You don't see that for a rookie defenseman. They're fifth and sixth in you know, scoring and all categories behind, you know, Hedman, Yossi, uh, fucking uh, Carlson, obviously. Um, forget the other guy, but whew, we got we got some good young D I get to watch for the next 20 years of my life. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Those other names were uh, a couple small, small guys in Victor Hedman and Alex Petrangelo, Ty. <laughs> I, I said Hedman. I didn't, I didn't oh. say Petrangelo. Oh, copy. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I remember... I mean, early last year and even towards the end of the previous year, just like watching those guys play like Pedersen and Besser together, just watching them, watching Besser just, or Pedersen just like chuck it off the boards from, from the, like the, end, like the halfway point, just making a pass to the other one. The guys fly out there. And then, yeah, you just add, add those young defensive studs out there. Didn't Besser just get hurt? Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. And I'll be honest, Boston really squandered them. Like, 
I th- I felt like the Vancouver coach was trying to stick it to Boston by playing Louis Erickson a bunch, and God, <laughs> God, he I hate to you know talk shit about a guy, but he's bad out there. Yeah, he, he legitimately was like falling, like I, he didn't belong on the ice, and he was getting the Vancouver some for, fans do not like Louis Erickson. He was getting some power play time, and I was like, get this fucking guy out of here! Like, what the fuck? And they just they never picked up to the speed of Boston, and um. Yeah, it was it was an easy game for the Bruins. I'm pretty sure sitting four rows off the ice. I, thank I you, swear, thank you, Jameson. <laughs> I swear that uh, when I was at the Vancouver Edmonton game with Pops, that I heard a guy after Louis Erickson scored the uh, empty netter to ice it. Uh, so some guy was like, "I'm not even happy now because Louis Erickson got a goal." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, it's, he's going to have, like, three empty netters. And people are like, oh, he had ten goals, you know. Not that that's good. But it's like, no, he had seven. The charity goals. Ovi will <laughs> tell you that they, uh, they, they count. And uh, mm, Yes. Yeah, Kyle, so are so Sean Shields. Stuff. You guys know Is Sean that... Shields? Come on. No giggles. Oh, sorry, I, I missed uh, the Sean Shields. He's, uh, his only goal in our college career was an empty netter. <laughs> well, what, is that better than McCarthy with no goals? Who knows? Uh, I don't think so, because McCarthy <laughs> can just say that he was a shutdown D, whether he was or not. Yep, I think McCarthy <laughs> would agree. <laughs> not that he has a choice, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, speaking of the boys, Ty, um, do you want to go into uh, your trip? I mean, the Pickles had... A- had their yearly tournament, and uh, for those of you listening uh, that don't remember last year, or or maybe you weren't listening last year. Thank uh, God. <laughs> I was going to say, you might uh, have missed it. Yeah. We lost all those listeners by now. Let's just say <laughs> that it's a good thing that you were with the Pickles, because you were able to be replaced. Um, but uh, I think we did it better this year, and uh, I'll let you uh, take it away. How's your weekend, Ty? Yeah, tough to do the pot up there. I like to just put my phone away, honestly, when I'm up there. That's what I did for the most part. But uh, Thursday we went up. You know, we stopped at a couple breweries, picked up some beer. But it was a bad storm, to be honest. I'm glad we went up uh, earlier because some kids came up later and they were their roads were bad. But uh, we were staying probably 25 minutes outside Burlington, probably same distance from the pond, which is, was in Colchester or Lake Champlain, I should call the pond. But um, Thursday night, the storm was so bad, we actually couldn't even get cabs into Burlington, which wasn't the worst thing. Um, we just hung at this fucking ridiculous mansion of an Airbnb. Uh, you guys ever seen Never Back Down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Jake Tyler, the main character. Um, his talent manager or whatever was the guy who owned this place. <laughs> so he had signed pictures from like Michael Jackson, fucking Kobe, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was, the place was bananas. Jesus, I can only imagine what the insurance for putting that in. It's an Airbnb. <laughs> we, we paid for the insurance. Don't worry. Um, but we didn't bring anything, which was great. 15 guys, uh, seven pickles, but, uh, you know, so Thursday night was fun. Uh, we had early morning Friday. We played at 8 a.m. Pickles got the, the big W. It was, it was a lot of snow on the ice, but we're vets out there. You know, I think it was an easy win um, playing against some old timers. Second game wasn't as easy. It was at 940. 
Um, you know, the smelling salts were flowing, but uh, we got the tie. It, it ended in a controversial fashion, thanks to yours truly. Um, it was about a minute left. The puck popped up in the air, and I was, like, in our zone, and I was like, see ya, and just swatted it out of the air, and it just went way, like, just flew into a, the oblivion. So what I was like, oh, game over, right? Like, there's a minute left. Like, game's tied 2-2. Like, it's freezing out here, like, burying in snow. Let's get out of here. So the other team, being hardos, like, runs and gets a puck. And the kid, like, kind of ran on the sideline and tried to, like, go right to our net, like, puts the puck down. I was like, what the fuck? So I just, like, literally, like, poked it and then decided to just flip the puck out again of the rim. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, the boards are, like, they're, like, knee high. So it's pretty easy. The kid's like, what the fuck? Kid goes like cross-check me. I was like, you guys are losers. Leave me alone. Like, I'm not doing this. It's 930 in the morning. So Pickles came out one and one on Friday. Pretty big. Uh, you know, chilled at the bonfire, drank some little bats. Uh, won the fire pit. I always say that. Friday night, we went out, went to a karaoke bar. Uh, Chirpak signed me up for Lips of an Angel without me knowing. Nice. Uh, which, which you know, is was my song in college. I'm not allowed to sing it at the Wild Rover anymore because I've just sang it too many times. Um, but uh, guys, I fucking brought the house down. <laughs> fucking place was going nuts. Obviously, the boys like supporting you. You know, you got like ten of your boys just singing along, like cheering you on. But like, the crowd was electric. I was like. <sighs> Girls wanted to make out with me. I was like, geez, relax. I'm singing here. Um, <laughs> to the point where the next day on the pond, people were coming up to me, girls and guys, were like, are you lips of an angel guy? Like, <laughs> that was incredible. And I was like, let's fucking go. It was it was sick. So highlight of the weekend for sure. Um, Saturday, you know, game at 2.30 and 4. The boys are they're buzzing, but uh, not the... Not the victories we needed. We we went 0-2. It's all right, though. We were like, why don't we play in the fourth game? But uh, as we always say, you don't want to play on Sunday. So, you know, we uh, hung out Saturday, ripped it up again in Burlington. Spewties never disappoints. That place is undefeated. Uh, got our favorite spot, Alibaba. Place is open till 5 a.m. Just electric. It was like twenty degree, uh, negative 20 degrees out where we were staying. Um so hot tub was was useful, uh, you know. Just another great pickles tournament. Fucking Mikey, we, <laughs> I hate to sewer him, but we drove up Thursday in his car, opened the sunroof, didn't drive the car again until Sunday when we left. We go to leave Sunday, fucking two feet of snow in his car. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> fucking, he's like, he comes in. Me and Connor were staying in the same room, and we both drove up with it with mikey he comes in me and connor packing up our shit mikey goes i need you guys out here uh get dressed and we're like oh god and like last year we all drove together <laughs> mikey drove off the side of the road we had to get towed off <laughs> so we're like what now and sure enough there's like a two-foot block of ice in mikey's center console like what do we even do here i'm like what <laughs> what's the approach there's two feet of snow on the car too it's like oh i'm like pushing it off with the snow scraper they're like, kinds you're getting more you're getting it in there and i'm like oh what do you want from me so we we literally cleared all the snow out and they were like all right let's shut shut the sunroof and it was it was frozen solid so we boil water 
with we get some towels and we're throwing the towels over and just putting boiling water in and like every 10 minutes we're trying the sunroof and it goes like an inch further and we're like all right we're getting there like gotta break that ice up like me and, me and mikey can't even reach the roof so it's me and mccarthy on each side just like oh come on like he's like yelling at us we're like dude <laughs> oh it was it was great but we got home nice and safe after that <laughs> Oh my god, I miss the fucking East Coast snow. That was oh, a great, dude. that was an unbelievable story, Tyler. It was I've never seen snow accumulate like in such a small amount of time. It was incredible. Like Saturday morning or Friday morning it stopped. Probably around ten, like after our second game. But in between our games, we were sitting by the fire and if you didn't move, you were getting just buried in snow. It was wild. It's like your beer, your beer, if you were just holding it, you'd have to like blow an inch of snow off. It was like, what? It was crazy. But so pickles undefeated as always. <laughs> Lovely. All right. shout, out, shout out to all the pickles. Uh, oh, yes. We, we love you. Uh, <laughs> uh, boys, the bean pot. Um, both last weekend and uh, uh, Monday, this is Tuesday, so yesterday, uh, was incredible as always. Um, I know that uh, we, we just heard from uh, Ty, but Lou, did you catch any of it? I did not, no. Kelly was out this past weekend, so I did not. Well, Ugh, number one, number one, the BU-BC uh, game last weekend just incredible um late comeback from uh bu right ty yeah yeah they uh, i think they were down with the last three minutes down three one um bc is like a top five ranked team too pretty much we're guaranteed to win this game against bu who's struggling this year but uh tied it with probably minute and a half left crazy and then they go ahead and score again um to go up four three then their pen- their fucking captain takes a stupid penalty. Yeah. Stupid stupid hook. Um, I was like, wow. Didn't love the refs and the bean pot, but um, oh well, not gonna get into that. Uh, so BC ties it fifty seconds left. Um, you know, they got a weird overtime system there. Uh, they do they did a five minutes overtime without an ice cut, and then they cut the ice and then they were just doing continuous twenty minutes. Which I thought they were just going to do five and then a shootout because it was semifinal. Because I'll never forget, like, I don't know if it was my freshman or sophomore year in college, but the first semifinal went into like four overtimes, and the second semifinal didn't start till literally 1 a.m. Um, but luckily, BU won it, you know, maybe 10 minutes into the, into the overtime, into the continuous one. So that was a huge upset. And then the final was even more absurd, which I don't know how it could have been, but uh, they were playing Northeastern who took care of business against Harvard, both ranked teams, both in, you know, tw- I think Northeastern's 12, Harvard's 18 or something like that. Um, but BU went up quick, like 2-0. And I was like, this game is not over. Like, Beanpot never disappoints. And fucking sure enough, BC tied it, and then they scored two quick ones in the second. It was like, oh, they might they might put, put a route on this one. But BU weathered the storm. They changed their goalie. Kid came in. Um, I think he played at Yale. I think I think Henry went to fucking – he told me that uh, – his last name's Tucker. He told me that uh, he was his might goalie. 
Henry said that, and then he was like, yeah, then he decided to go play Super Select somewhere and go to Yale and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, probably a good decision by him. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so he came in, played pretty well, made some stops. BU scored probably 13 left in the third. Um, then you could tell that Northeastern was just – it reminded me of Men in Cup, like just sitting back, like all watching the clock, like – um, and eventually BU kept peppering, peppering, peppering. Northeastern had a chance to clear it with like 15 seconds left. D whiffed on it, but then the forward could have just chipped it, but he tried to like make a move on the defenseman. D man picked it. You know, there's more bodies for more red bodies than white bodies in front. And BU buried it with 1.2 left. It was like absurd. I was going nuts at the bleacher bar, like with two people well obviously henry was there he's a bu guy so that was pretty awesome but um didn't they have one disallowed before that uh I don't, am i making that up i don't think so i mean there were some questionable calls and stuff like that uh, which brings me to the ot winner where the it was a it was kind of an iffy call i mean in a, in a double overtime they again played the five minutes then they cut the ice, so technically it was double overtime. Um, I didn't agree with the call. They were they were kind of they kind of swallowed the whistles at the end of the third. I wish they would have continued to do that. But first power play, and it was a snipe by the kid um, on Northeastern, and it's crazy. Northeastern hadn't won in like twenty seven years or something, and now they've three repeated. So, you know, Zach Aston restarted that train, baby. Hey. And Godet last year, obviously he's on the Canucks now, Hobie Baker guy. So they got a lot of good players. Tyler Madden, he uh, he won a national championship with our boy Kevin Early's younger brother Brian, uh, born in 1999. Fuck me. Uh, but uh, obviously John Madden's, I, I don't know if he's his son or his nephew, but um, fucking he's gonna be. He's already drafted. So fucking bean pot. Like I said, never disappoints. I know you guys are sick of hearing this raspy ass voice, but uh, you know I got all the content these days. <laughs> uh, you do. It is uh, Tyler's Content Week. Uh, yeah, he is our Boston guy, and uh, also still still playing the game. You know, go pickles. Hot soup. Um, you know, uh, you know where I'm, I'm coming in real strong is uh, fucking picking hockey games, boys. I'm lurking <laughs> you. I'm murking you. Now, caveat, I'm the only one that doesn't forget uh, on Hockey Day in Canada. So, uh, uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say the only one on that particular day. Tyler also remembered. But uh, uh, that has not helped Lou, who's very far behind. Tyler Mm -hmm. can still catch me, like we said. I probably missed some picks over the weekend, I think. but You missed a couple here and there, but not Hockey Day in Canada. 20 games on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's oh, a God, tough one. Lou. That's a tough one to miss. You missed all those, Lou? <laughs> yeah. No, I think he got oh, no. like the last three or something. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Maybe just, I think, Lou, you picked the, the early game and I then picked, didn't like, the pick the early it. game and then didn't, or it was either that or, or I was like, fuck. And you were like, there's two late games. <laughs> yeah. God. Sometimes that'll get me, Lou. Like if on a Saturday where there's 15 games, I'll, I'll be at work and I'll pick like the two one o'clocks and be like, all right, I'm good for a bit. 
And then there's three, four o'clocks, nine, seven o'clocks, and it's seven fifteen, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, happens all the time. If I don't sit down and think about it in the morning, and I'm like, uh, like if usually it happens when there's a game I can't decide. I'm like, okay, I, I have hours. Like, let me wait to see who the starting goalies are or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I'm at work, like working, and it's it's after four. Shit. Working at work. <laughs> yeah, no, like no. the NHL like app preview hasn't come out. Like, how else am I going to base my decisions? <laughs> um, but either way, uh, I am I am killing you o- over a thousand points, Tyler. You've also reached the uh, thousand point mark. Um, but I've got four hundred and seventy five winners, and uh, Ty's got four fifty seven. But that's actually uh, he's actually closer. To me, than you would think, because he's With got my 110 OT winners this year. Fucking right, uh, um, OT losers, I should say. Uh, but and then uh, Lou, you have 444. This is all before tonight, which is Tuesday night. So this is after Monday. Um, anyway, I have a thousand. Lou's more than a hundred behind us. Oh <laughs> man, damn it, Lou. No, he's not more than a hundred. But <laughs> I have a. Uh, How many wins did he have? Four forty-four. I thought so we had like five seventy-five. You had four fifty-seven. Okay. You had the right numbers in there. Um, what do you have? I'm, okay, I have four hundred seventy-five. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, the points stand one thousand forty-seven. Uh, that's me, Ty. You have one thousand twenty-four, and uh, Lou, you're at nine eighty-one. Oh yeah. Oh, long way to go, boys. Long yeah. way to go. You yep. shitting me, Siege. You think Lou's got a chance? I think he's uh, the farthest behind anyone's ever been behind. <laughs> that's right. I won last year. Get let one of you guys <laughs> take it this year. Both like a true fucking Penguins fan. <laughs> I hate people that win. <laughs> Uh, you guys want to play some hockey history? Speaking of winning, <laughs> I don't know if that's really the uh, <laughs> the anyway. Yes. No, I got a question for you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Since the lockout, who's the one player who has led the league at the end of every season in combined goals and hits? My gut says Ovi. Hmm. I mean, I'll I guess go. Don't overthink it. Uh, okay. Uh, since the, I don't remember when the lockout is. It was twelve thirteen. Uh, what? Yeah, a long, it's a long. Sorry, oh, the real oh, lockout. that lockout. One. Oh, the way back lockout. Is it? Uh, oh, jeez, Obi. Yeah, it's Obi. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. So this is just leading me to my follow-up question. Um, for the first time. Ever, he's not leading this year. He's 33 behind this player. 33 hits behind? 33 combined hits and goals behind this player this year. Wow. Matthews? Come on, that guy doesn't hit. Yeah. Um, he has the same amount of goals. You think he has more hits? Well, that's where my brain was going. I, I guess that's pretty wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first step of logic, not the second. 
Is it pasta? No, not a big physical guy either. Mm. Boone Jenner? Guess. Um, Canadian team. JT Killer. Not a very good team. No, not not JT Silent Killer. Is it... uh, Brady Kachuk? Yeah. Yeah, boom, baby. Nice. Guy's a wow. fucking wagon. Who has him on fantasy? He's lethal. I don't know, to be honest. Love that kid. Love the Kachucks. Somebody's got him. I would uh, hope so. <laughs> speaking of fantasy, only a, only a couple weeks left, boys. Ty, you got to make a run for that eight spot. I uh, I didn't kill Pookie as, be- as best as I should, but uh, I did beat him for you. Sorry, I didn't. I was up so much, and I had to get those last goalies. And you guys, me, I know me. I'm picking up like random goalies every every fucking day here. And um, I think Aaron Dell boned me, but I think I might not have set my lineup like maybe Friday or Sunday. I don't know. I was yeah. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I but I, I won. But I think I can catch him because I'm playing him this week. Um, but I think we're like tied up right now. He got a good win from Vasilevsky. Real fucking bummer. I got absolutely shafted last week for um, not having enough goalie games. Somehow only got three, which is a bad combination of goalies not playing. Was yeah, up, was up, was up nine five, lost eight six. It may have cost me uh, Barkov and Slavin, who got an assist on every fucking Carolina goal. Um, but my goalie situation is now good. Thank fucking, you. yeah, he got, who is Pookie, Aaron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he got, uh, Chitrin had a fucking snipe last night in overtime to get him a game-winning goal. And then Chitrin had another fucking snipe tonight in overtime. And I was like, are you fucking shitting me? I was watching the game. And then all the, it was two and two nights. And then all of a sudden, uh, fucking what's his name? Who was playing? Oh, Campbell was like, no, 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 goal interference. And it was. Stepan completely came through him. And sure enough, like next whistle, Kapanen made a sick. It was like popped up in the air between him and the point. And he just hit it out of the air in front of him, lowered the shoulder, fucking roofed it. Oh, it was nasty. Kapanen. Kapanen's so good in little spurts. I, I did I just say Sammy Kapanen too? Um, I don't think you mentioned the first name. All right, cool. Well, I was thinking about him because I love that guy. Um, we want to do uh, pop stars and get out of here, boys. Uh, we didn't do hockey history yet. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, Tyler was I, asking questions. I derailed it for my own trivia. <laughs> oh, who's the new who's the new guy with glasses on NBC Sports Network? No idea. I haven't. I don't think I've seen a game on NBC in a bit. He's not know. like doing the play by play or the color. He's like in between. He's with Patrick Sharp, and uh, I've never seen a name like I'm like who is this guy? He looks like Dubis. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't watch enough of the NBC. Whenever I watch it on NBC, it's usually on my phone. Um, You're not watching intermission. Yeah. Word. (laughs) I'll keep you updated on that. Yeah. (laughs) Tune in next week, everybody. (laughs) Glasses guy. (laughs) Who is he? Uh, 
<laughs> Gonna get your glasses, guy. Um, all right, let's do some hockey history. Uh, all right, the year is 1994. This Great player year. scores. This player scores four goals on four shots in a span of four minutes and 12 seconds during the first period of a Washington Capitals 6-3 win against the visiting Tampa Bay Lightning. He sets an NHL record for fastest four goals by one player. He scored his fifth goal of the game at 19 minutes and 30 seconds of the second period. My question is, who was this player? 1994, like, Washington Capitals. I feel like I don't know any Capitals. Peter Bondra, no way. Um, fuck, there's got to be some legend that I'm not thinking of. Couldn't have been Adam Oates. Got any guesses, Siege? Siege. CJ's going with Colzig, I think. He's Kidding. muted for some reason. He's muted in the in the Skype. His mic popped out, maybe. Oops. Hey, there's CJ. All right, boys. All right, boys. I I was very funny, believe me. Um, <laughs> I, I I was saying actually that I thought Peter Bondra was a great guess because Adam Oates probably had seven assists that game. Uh, um, wasn't there a guy named like Juno on that squad? <laughs> Jejunum. <laughs> <laughs> Something Just like throw that. up, throw up, Jackie. Uh, my guess is some guy named Juno. <laughs> go, with, go with your guts, guys. Peter Bondra. Yeah, let's go. Ah, nice, well done, Ty. Um, all right. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens defeat the Los Angeles Kings five to one at the Forum for the for their twelfth consecutive victory. Still a team record. What year did this happen? And I've got a I've got a clue lined up to help out if you guys need. They it. beat the they beat the Kings, beat the Kings at the Forum, mm, the Los Angeles Forum, and it was uh, t- twelve games as a home winning streak record. Uh, no, well, oh, just in general. Yeah, that's what it said. Mm. Well, oh, uh, what the Kings came in the league and. Don't make Dad send you the, uh, <laughs> the, <target. laughs> the expansion. You got to study. Again. You got to study your damn charts, Ty. It's, it always comes up in hockey history. Always, always. I'm gonna guess it was in 1977. Ask me the 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 second six expansion. I'll name the same four every time. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? 77. That's what I want. I'm going to go with 83. It was 1968. The the t- our, our very own time traveler, Jean Beliveau, uh, led the Canadians <laughs> in scoring. One goal and two assists. Fucking guy. <laughs> All right. In 2015, the Buffalo Sabres, sorry, Dad, end a 14-game losing streak. Uh, 0-14-0. <laughs> Uh, with a 3-2 win against the Montreal Canadiens at the Bell Center. Losing streak is only one shy of the third longest in NHL history. The longest was 15 games by this team. Hmm. What team did it? Mm-hmm. I also have clues for this one. <laughs> is it the Sabres? <laughs> no. The longest <laughs> losing streak by any team. Um, 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this clue so you guys are in the right mind. It is a current city that has an NHL team. It is not the current team. The Toronto Arenas. <laughs> um, is that their name? I think that was right. I think yeah, but that's that is, that's going way back. I I am gonna guess that it's not that far back. And Ew. I'll say that it is Ooh, a team that has a team that didn't used to have a team. What? <laughs> oh, <my> what? <laughs> um, is it the Colorado uh, Scouts? I can't think of that situation. Kansas City Scouts type? Colorado Rockies. <laughs> No, it's the current city has a team. Yeah, Colorado Rockies. Well, it was the the 1930 to 1931 Philadelphia Quakers. Mm, the old oh. Quakers. <laughs> 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 uh, that's hockey history for the week. Wait, when did the Kings come in the league? Fuck. 68. Well, that was yeah, that was the previous question. First, I know. That was like two questions ago. Back to the chart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Holly, you're doing so good. You had you had an unbelievable story tonight. Your uh, your bean pot uh, knowledge was entertaining as well. Um, And now you've stopped listening. (laughs) I always I I always forget the no. It's not that I stopped listening. I never I didn't stop thinking about it. I never, never remember the the kings. They're right next to the seals. Yep, yep. Two uh, two Cali teams. Uh, have we talked about how bad California is? Uh, not altogether. Individually, I think we have. Yeah, bottoming. Yeah, yeah total bottom I mean, of the West. Not San Jose. San Jose is the the big surprise. I don't think the other teams were were a bit that big of a. Shock. No, of course not. You know what we didn't even touch on is the Zucker trade. Yeah, we actually had two pretty good trades. Um, obviously we kind of mentioned it earlier when I talked about the, the Pens game. But, um, yeah, so I'll go uh, the details. Uh, Jason Zucker was traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins by the Minnesota Wild uh, for forward Alex Galchenyuk, defensive prospect uh, Callan Addison, and a conditional first-round pick in 2020. Uh, so that if I just see, I didn't like the conditions of this. I guess this just shows how much Galchenyuk's stock has just plummeted since the start of the season. Um, but if playoffs, which I think is ridiculous, not that it's like they're so safe, but I just, I, I would have liked to win around to be that, uh, criteria, but you know, beggars came yeah. to choosers. They went after. They tried to get Zucker with Phil Kessel last year. They've effectively done the same thing. I mean, they've just spent a little bit more, and one year later, but but uh, but got a guy with um, with term, and that was kind of always the thing that uh, Jim Rutherford wanted to do was to he wanted he wanted to make a hockey trade, um, and Zucker's. Uh, 5.5 million to Galchenyuk's 4.9 so that's not a big swing there either 
Uh, yeah, Mael, I mean, I really think that Zucker is a is a nice fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really poor Galchenyuk. Yeah, I, just, uh, it's a shame, but uh, J- Jason Zucker is going to make the Penguins a better team, and I think that they paid a little bit high for it. But if it's going to get you on another Cup run, it might be worth it. Really worth yeah, it. and especially a fully healthy roster, like all of a sudden that that top six with. Um, Gensel, Zucker, and Crosby, and then uh, Rust, um, like Hornquist and Malkin, and then all of a sudden that third line is like Dominic Cahoon, uh, Jared McCann, and uh, probably uh, Dominic Simone, and then and then you've got that rock and fourth line of of um, Teddy Bluger, Aston Reese. Um, do sorry, what, that, nah, great, so. good, good lineup uh, list. Um, yes, yeah, I agree. I think they, I don't, I don't know if I agree actually. They gave up a good amount, I agree with that, but I don't, I, I, I wiggle between whether Zucker's you know, he's usually a deadline guy, is usually someone who's you know, they've been in the playoffs, say, you know, are proven a little bit more. Zucker has you know, he's only been in Minnesota, a team that's never really gone past the first round of the playoffs. Um, so I'm like, is he is he going to prove himself? Or is he that guy who's really fucking hungry and he's like, oh, this is his time to shine. So he's not going to let this like chance slip up. Um, Lewis, he, he's not a rental, right? Like, No, he's got, uh, like I believe he's got two years left after this. All right. So, I mean. Yeah, this was. This it's was not a... just for the hockey no. move. Yeah, it's not just yeah. for the. So the number one pick doesn't seem as bad, but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy you give up a number one pick for. I was a little so. surprised when I saw first round, but I think that's kind of showing how much we were putting Galchenyuk onto another team. Um, how much Tyler calls first round picks number one picks? Uh well it's their it's their number one it's their number one pick I mean I yeah. know he's not going to be the number one pick like but yeah you're right okay fair just like you spell abs a v e s <laughs> bygones be bygones yeah it's true it's true at least we've straightened out the uh, R and sabers <laughs> <laughs> have we though. <laughs> It's because like that was that was Ty such a those... blindside chirp too. Ty just tweeted that <laughs> from the account. Every every time CJ uh, picks the abs, I think Sean Avery's coming on the pod, and when Lou picks the when Lou picks Buffalo, I think I'm getting hummus. So I've, I've typed that shit into the phone so many fucking times by now that a lot of the time. One of my options of like the next word that it's guessing is the next one I was going to put down. So I'm barely typing. I'm just like clicking on the next team. <laughs> so that's how you um, your picks are so good. <laughs> <laughs> the Android's doing them for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got three right. posts, you know. How much yeah. data are you getting? <laughs> Uh, so the other kind of big tr- uh, trade since uh, we talked last was uh, Toronto uh, picked up 
uh, Jack Campbell and Kyle Clifford uh, for Trevor Moore and a two third round picks, one uh, this coming draft and then one in the 2021 draft. So they're really addressing their uh, their backup situation or hoping to and then adding a little bit of toughness on the on the bottom half of that lineup. I like it. Great move by Duber. Campbell hasn't looked too great, but I you guys said that. And two for three wins. A lot of goals though. I mean two point something two point two three goals against nine point one eight point nine point nine one eight. Yeah, save percentage like that's not that bad. It's okay because he he's not gonna have to be the guy. Yeah, no, right. he won't. Fred, Freddie Anderson will be back. He's he's got a small neck thing that's keeping him out. And he's gonna and get. He, he wins Anderson. an overtime game. Like that's, I'll take that. two. I think all yeah, three games two. have been overtime. He's played. There you go. Guys are battling. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna give uh, Anderson way more rest than Anderson's used to, and it'll keep him. It'll have him ready to go for playoffs, which the Maple Leafs need because <laughs> they uh, don't play much defense. <laughs> no. Um, all right. And one last thing before we move on to Pops uh, stars. Uh, Bobby Ryan returned to practice for the Ottawa Senators this past week. Uh, so great, great to see him uh, getting back. I'm sure I'm sure he, uh, him and all the boys up there in Ottawa are, are pumped to have him back in that locker room, even if it's just in a small capacity to get him back to game shape. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Um, pop stars? Yeah. I got uh, I got Patrick Line having a much quieter season this year, but he puts up a power play hat trick uh, this past week. And at still only 21 years old after the rocky season he had last year where he opened up with like 18 goals in the first whatever games and then like three the rest of the season he's he's got 24 goals 29 assists for 53 points and a plus 11 so he's certainly i don't know whatever message they decided to to send him he seems to have taken it not scoring at the crazy rate he was but at a plus 11 he's still only 21 years old patrick line has got a bright future he's doing the the patrick kane can you hear me (laughs) (laughs) or i can't hear you I i don't know uh, I yeah I got um I got our, our girl uh, Kaylee Fratkin yeah okay. oh nice choice I haven't talked about her a lot but um she was an all star NWHL the Boston Pride are fucking undefeated team is electric um she's their best defenseman for the most part um she made the all star game uh fucking she won hardest shot in the skills competition uh, which is which is pretty impressive seventy six miles an hour um and for the kicker, she was on NHL Network. Um, her, her teammate, and another girl were on there talking with uh, EJ Raddick and, and Jamie Hirsch about just, you know, the girls' game and how it's growing and stuff like that. And uh, just really good exposure for the league and, and for the girls in general. So, Frat killed it. She, was, uh, she got a lot of FaceTime on there. She was kind of fielding most of the questions. She's been doing some uh, broadcast work for Nesson Plus doing some BU, uh, BU girls games. So, uh, pops pick of the week, the frat. Yeah. I mean, you can, you could tell whenever we had her on that, uh, she's got no problem, uh, 
on the the media side of things for sure. I, I hesitated because it's hard to call us media, but uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to media weekend this year at the Stanley Cup. Come on, sneak in. <laughs> yeah, right, um, it's only going to take like Kaylee Fracken on our podcast. It's only going to it's only going to take like three more years. Dad's uh, donations. Right. Right. Um, Where does go? By the way, they're sitting. At the moment, <laughs> an anchor. They're an anchor. Um, yep. At, they're at anchor, if you will. A company. A company could fucking dilute at any time. We should. We should get. Oh, it they now. already believe you, Ty. They already take their piece. Yeah, that's, that's silly. We don't <laughs> use them anymore, right? Yeah. No, well, I don't edit with it anymore. <laughs> but they do host the podcast and they distribute it to every serve all eleven platforms that we're on. I don't do that. I hit publish episode uh, that's how it works okay. <laughs> yeah so, are you so fair it? enough fair enough it's a service mm-hmm. um ty was that on uh was she on nhl tonight nhl now nhl on the fly which one uh, i want to say it was nhl now because it was like it was in the afternoon yeah um, i think that's right and nice. sent me the nice. henry sent me the link he's he's a very proud boyfriend uh, <laughs> but uh i record yeah. those so I'll, i'm gonna catch it there you go. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's on NHL.com if you can, if you have the time to look through it too. The yeah. whole clip of them. Yeah, it was funny. Well, I, well, I could just watch it on the show that I recorded. True. That watch anyway. Um, You're a psycho for recording NHL now. I can literally talk about games tonight, and like they answered live Twitter questions, like. What are you tweeting at them? Like it's twelve hours later. That's my morning. <laughs> it's like my morning breakfast wake up, and uh, I actually no, I record on the fly. And damn it! <laughs> well, well, good. Still a little well. See, now you can watch it on NHL.com. <laughs> if you need need me to send you a link, I got you. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I should probably get to. Uh, this is the reason this is my pop star too, is because I watch NHL on the fly. But Barry Melrose, uh, <laughs> Barry Melrose can talk about a play or like a player turning forever. <laughs> this man longer than an- me. Oh my god, so much longer. This man can analyze a play, and and it's like you're still listening, and he's still bringing up good points about it. But it's like it's like it's like Barry. Um, sh- she should have said something about the last three highlights because you're still on highlight number one that poor <laughs> Jimmy Hurst brought up. Um, That's because he was an ESPN guy, and they're like, "Dumb it down, dumb it down." <laughs> uh, but Barry Melrose still a uh, uh, a hockey treasure, of course, uh, pop star. I saw him on. Uh, NHL on the fly last night. Didn't wasn't able to listen, but I, I don't see him on there a lot. Just was on the bar, but I remember being like, "What the fuck is Barry doing here?" Like, God damn it! What a, I want to hear what he has to say. First, uh, he had a lot. Fume. Had a lot to say. That was a long episode of On the Fly. <laughs> a lot of games. Well, you know, I I, I especially have to watch when uh, Miles beat the shit out of the Capitals. Chop. Well, when the boys, uh, 
What are the boys uh, watching for shows these days? You oh, guys God. seen The Outsider? No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't done that one yet. No, but I've done Outlander. Mm. The Highlander. It's terrible. Like, oh, you movie. know what? You know what's fucking wild? Um, the HBO's doing a little mini document series Just about started how it, the the McMillions. Yep. It is batshit crazy. Just and it's also just like comical because it's it's all this like like basically like mob level shit going on in like the the late nineties, early two thousands, like this crazy what? web of conspiracy, but Dude. it's all surrounding McDonald's Monopoly game. Dude, and the FBI agent oh, that, that the guy, agent. he's a character. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, where have I seen you before? Like, are you the, in movies? The, those those HBO producers when they met him must have been like, Holy shit, this guy is gold. Yeah, we're putting him in every other shot. Like, <laughs> wait, what is this called? What is this called? McMillions. It's about the monopoly uh Bait- game fraud like yeah how all the game pieces it's so funny because we used to collect those like well we weren't collecting we that wasn't I feel once like a we year doing that, that was like i've definitely played i've definitely <laughs> yeah. played oh yeah Soccer. i feel like it was later than like the late 90s though well, yeah um, i yeah. remember but but monopoly at mcdonald's been around for I yeah, oh, like yeah. That was old. Is this what stopped it? I haven't seen it in a while. No, 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 no. They, they've done it after this. They still do it? Oh. They, they haven't done it in a long time. But, like, one See, of the crazy only... things they Go said ahead. was, like, like anytime, like, Don't sales spoil were low, it. I've only watched with... one episode. No, no, no. This oh, is, yeah, it okay. was in the first one. They, when, they, yeah. when they run this promo, the Monopoly thing, their sales go up 40%, which is <laughs> batshit crazy because it's McDonald's. Like... <laughs> And also, I didn't know that they put McDonald's like pieces in like magazines. Like, yeah, or you can just apparently go into a McDonald's and ask for a free game piece because if you can't get a free game piece, it's gambling. Yeah, I got home <laughs> at about one uh, forty-five, and um, I watched the first episode, and now I'm hanging out with you guys. So, yeah, I'm excited to watch number two. But you guys got to check out the Outsider Stephen King book. Fucking show is crazy. I'm in the middle. What's of- the Outlander siege? Sorry. Oh, it's uh, it's on. The first few seasons are on Netflix. Uh, it's like this this lady who's in like the 1940s, like or just after World War II in England, and uh, her husband is like wants to go on this trip to find his ancestry in Scotland and stuff, and then she somehow goes back in time through. Uh, it's crazy, like the this druid ceremony or whatever, and uh, she's, she's in the time, like of the. I think it was when there was a cat. The Catholic Scottish were Catholic, and the <laughs> the Protestant king was in England. Martin Luther time. Uh, we're, we're no seventeen hundreds, like American Revolution time. Got okay. It. Uh, anyway. Could have just that's said probably that. that's probably a better <laughs> reference. Yeah, I should probably say that. <laughs> uh, I should have used American history. Um, but um, anyway, I'm like the Renaissance. I was going to say the Protestants and Catholics have been <laughs> been at each other's throats in England for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, wide range there, wide range there. Um, I didn't vote for them. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. I think originally it's a Stars series, maybe Showtime. It's not mm. it's not an HBO one, but Netflix has the first few seasons. It's good. We'll work on synopsises. It's all right. <laughs> Thank you. Is, is it Synopsi? Synopsi. Hawkeye. I think it's just synopses. I don't think you need the extra syllable. That, that's what I said. Wait, I think we said three. You, episodes, you but... said synopsises. Nah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought I said synopsy, like it was one of no. those words. <laughs> Where there's, if there's more, you take off stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, uh, we've had we've had history class, we've had English class. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, if if you guys don't have anything else, I'm gonna get us out of here. Get us on out of here! I gotta watch All right. Millions episode too. <laughs> As always, go check out our very good friends Parlors. They have a new show coming up uh, April second at Mercury Lounge in New York City. Um, Definitely go check them out, and you can find information about the show and tickets in, on their Instagram. And you can follow us on our social media. We are at the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Good night, everybody. Hockey.